When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Live. We're yeah. live, and we're still in another place because all the power in the main studio went. Hello, and welcome to the WWE Extreme Rules 2021 Review Podcast. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by still your Jam That Champion, Chopper Pete. Oh, 99 days as Jam That Champion tomorrow. Sweet, sweet 100. And also, you're my man servant now. How do you feel? Feel great, Pete. Feel great. Can I touch it? Feel great. No, of course mm. not. Absolutely not. Not unless I say so. Please hit the subscribe button for this channel. Enable notifications. Hit the thumbs up button. That would be great. And get your chats in to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out every single one over $5. So vent away at WWE's creative booking decisions and let's get your vote on this because if you haven't heard already the ending for last night's pay-per-view was a lot <laughs> a lot of stuff happened uh, a lot of stuff stuff where I keep on trying to go well okay I can see why some people might have liked it and then I follow that that route of thinking through mm-hmm. and I, I every path leads me to a like a wall where I just yeah. spam head into it. Uh-huh. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get the vast majority of what happened here. Well well that's what we're gonna try and figure out right now. Mm. I was quite surprised by a vocal not not backlash or anything, because you know, we're still like the the thumbs up ratio to our videos are still over ninety five percent. That's what we usually see if we've if we've overstepped any bounds. But there were a lot of people on my immediate reaction review going like, oh, "To say the demon Finn Balor is ruined is a bit much." And I thought he got beaten by a rope. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he kind of well. To to be fair. He got beaten by God, which is, it's a pretty strong tag team partner for Roman Reigns, I'll be honest. They turned it into a handicap match. God is 2-0 and now mm-hmm. uh, yeah, in WWE. WWE wins. Yeah, made his grand return. That's what we should have led with. It should have been, you know, huge WWE return for God. Hey, one of the popular comments about WWE since SummerSlam is, you know, Punk and Danielson have gone to AEW. WWE have had Lynch 
and Brock come back, who left? Mm-hmm. Who is left for WWE to pop a rating? You can't get much bigger than the big guy. Yeah. The big god. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. The big god and dog. The big dog and god connection. Okay, some people might not have watched anything yet or listened we, to any other reviews. Yeah, should we say what happens first? First off, Mod Mother, I want a poll because I want to see what the actual split is in opinion. Okay. What did you like the finish of this show? Yes or no? There you I'm go. sure there's more nuance to that. Probably. Because yeah. like there's a lot of caveats. Like some people really like the heartbeat thing, mm-hmm. but didn't like the rope break. Yeah. Some people got into the idea of God being mm-hmm. involved in somewhere in the finish of this match, but not much else. I didn't like any of it. No, I didn't like any of it either. <clears throat> and I think some people liked the finish, but didn't like the fact that Finn Balor lost mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. So it was like, all of it was fine. I just didn't like the fact that Finn Balor lost. So that's also an option, which would cl- classify under no, I guess. So it's a there's a lot of caveats to the no. So we're probably going to see a majority no here, but... Well, let's... Uh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the poll is quite weighted in, in they didn't in like it. of no. Yeah. But let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's let it play out. Yeah, let it, just let it play out. You know. Much like WWE, just let it play out. It's at 90% right now, but maybe only 10 people have voted. <laughs> yeah, so let's maybe. wait for more data to come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so here's what happened. Overall, <laughs> I actually quite liked this rules show. This was a good addition yeah. of rules. Mm-hmm. It was. Up and down, I, I didn't have any problems with it we'll get into the finish to the women's match uh, I'm, I'm kind of disconnecting my logical brain from wwe so i do not mind a bank showing up in lieu of an actual finish i do yeah i'm, I'm still not at that point where i can just forgive them doing a dq finish reach out after and touch my hand. Just, no reach out and touch my hand pete no absolutely not i don't reach take, through the screen people at home i, I don't take orders from you anymore let go. Let go of the need to understand. <laughs> it's just a bad finish. Mm. It's very anticlimactic. We're, again, we'll get into that later. Mm. But yes, overall though, the, the actual quality of in-ring wrestling on this show was really good. There were a couple of bad finishes in both of the main event matches. The semi-main and the main were, you know, both bad. But the rest of the night, really good, I thought. Aside from Alexa Bliss crying for like five minutes. Aside from that, even that was quite funny. It was funny. We'll get into that. Uh, So the finish of Roman Reigns versus the Demon Finn Balor. They had a very decent match, I thought. It started off slow, as Roman's way is. Then it sort of went into a brawl through the, the crowd. They came back in. And the real turning point was when Balor kicked out of a spear. No one does that. And did it in the way that Reigns kicked out with the low blow mm-hmm. a couple of months ago. Yeah. And against Jey Uso. He's used it a couple of times. Mm. It's been very, very good. Yeah. And that was a great spot. I popped for it massively. I thought that was awesome. I was like, this is great. Keep this momentum going. And that let Balor have a mad run. He goes to the coup de grace, hits it. Looks like he's got it one. Usos pull Balor out. But Balor starts beating them up as well. Puts one of the Usos through an announcer's table. Turns around. Roman Reigns spear through the barricade. Everyone's out. Yes, this is a really exciting final act Mm. to this this story. And then the lights go red. Mm -hmm. 
Fiend's style mm-hmm. and Finn Balor's music starts to play. Which is why we've got the red mm-hmm. light on. Thematic. appropriate. Yeah. And it's the, you know, boom, boom, the, the heartbeat one. Yeah. And as he's d- doing it, what, what was Balor doing to the heartbeat? Do you want me to do the, the foley? <clears throat> Let me get my title out of the way here. Do you Sorry, want me to hold quite... it? No, I'm, I'm good, actually. It's quite cumbersome. There you go. <clears throat> boom, boom. Boom, boom. <laughs> and yeah, it is his actual music. It wasn't just the heartbeat. His theme music then then just starts playing. Mm. And 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 carries on while he then did his comeback. Don't forget the smoke. There was also a smoke machine. Where were the street prophets? They are always, they always telling want me the smoke. they want the smoke. The <laughs> Usos are out there. There's literal smoke. Yeah. I'm starting to think the street prophets aren't delivering on their babyface promises, Pete. I d- it, it, it's, it's insane. May- maybe they don't want the smoke at all. Maybe they've just been lying to us. I think they're a load of smoke about the smoke. It's a lot of hot air. <laughs> right. Anyway. So this Bala raises up. Now, I've seen... Uh, a lot of comments hate it. I've also seen a few comments love it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's hard for, you know, when The Undertaker sits up when that, and stuff I enjoyed. If you like supernatural elements to your wrestling, mm-hmm. I, can, I can see how this was very cool. Yes. And I think the theory behind it of Bala powering up as part of the demon character, I think in theory works. I just don't think it was executed very well with the heartbeat and like him looking a bit ridiculous with the flopping like a fish. Uh, And then like his theme music playing with the red lights. All of that for me didn't really work. I get why some people would like it, but for me it just didn't. I think even if they'd have just done the heartbeat, no lights, no nothing, just the heartbeat. And you see him kind of like stirring a little bit and it goes again and he kind of like stands up from that. I could probably get on board with that, maybe. But it was just the combination of all these layers on top of it just made it really hokey for me. They really sports entertained it. Oh, they sure did. There was no subtlety here. No. I... So I don't like it when the the show behaves like things that aren't real are real. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds pretty stupid to say about a show based around predetermined fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I think that, that almost makes it more so because you really have to be consistent and coherent about what what is real what mm-hmm. are the rules and to me when i saw Bala's music play and the lights change and him acting along to it i didn't my mind never thought oh a cool supernatural thing is happening it thought what so he's spoken to someone in the back to play the music at this time yeah yeah cuz i i think it's especially coming from what we work in as well, there's a lot of production elements and things that people wouldn't see. A lot of behind the scenes and setting up lights and, and making sure the audio sounds fine and stuff like that. So for me especially, it's like, who has done this? Who has changed over the lights? Has he paid someone to do this at this point in the... What's the cue for them to do that? It's just like it... It's one of those things that just takes you out of it and just goes, oh, it's this point in the script where this thing happens. And it goes, oh, so you can't buy into the reality of the mm. predetermined fighting because they've taken you out of their pre-existing world that they have 
into something that's very, very not real. But you know what we're going to do, Pete? Yeah. We're going to accept it. Okay. We're going to accept it and say, we we didn't like it. Yeah. Can can believe that some people did. So let's follow that sure. through line. Yeah, let's go. So then he's powered up. I think, you know, you could have just, that sort of New Japan, yes, I'm back. That's cool. That's a cool mm. idea. Yeah. And he ch- shotgun drop kicks Roman through the table, which is a Great hell spot. of a bump. Great, Great spot. spot. Throws him inside. He gets up to the top rope to do the coup de grace. Mm. I'm like, well, you know, like if I take the previous bit, I'm like, yes, I'm on board for this. He's going to win. And then the top rope breaks and he falls down. As soon as he falls, all the music stops and all the lights stop. Mm-hmm. Because that's the end of the demon comeback, you see. So, so now, even if I was on board with the supernatural stuff, that bit has annoyed me. Yes. Yes. I I guess the idea is that's like the adrenaline rush of the demon, right? Mm. That's like his big comeback is like, right, let's get fired up. That's his big demon comeback. Does the shotgun truck get in there? But as soon as the momentum gets derailed, all of that gets cut off, which is why the lights go back to normal. It's why the theme stops playing and it goes back to just being a regular match because the comeback has now stopped courtesy of a broken rope. All right. Uh, <laughs> so then Balor's selling his leg, gets to his feet, in comes Roman Reigns, spear, one, two, three. Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns wins because of the, the top rope breaking. So in theory, that finish on its own of person, <coughs> uh, freak accident in the ring, mm-hmm. top rope breaks, heel takes advantage, wins. That's not a bad idea. In theory. Yeah, so uh, Meltzer was talking about this. Well, weirdly, Meltzer has been one of the voices of being like, that's eh, a good finish. <laughs> uh, he called it creative. I think he's... It's you know, different. He, he's... Uh, creative. So he said that this was... There was a famous finish in the 70s or 80s. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably a Von Erich thing. Sure. And the reason it works so well is because it wasn't tied to any supernatural stuff. It was like, oh, the baby face is going to win here, but the ring literally just freak accident broke, fell down, heel took advantage, boo, more heel heat. But the key here is that it builds to a rematch. Mm-hmm. And that that's the point of this finish. And they weren't confident, I don't think we're confident, that this angle here is going to build to a rematch for no. Finn Balor. No, it, I, I can't see that happening at all, especially because we already know it's going to be Reigns versus Lesnar at Crown Jewel. could do it on SmackDown. You could do it on SmackDown. But also, it it jars with the, um, with the other elements and the themes of the match because that leads into a very real kind of sports like, mm. oh, this thing came, kind of came out of nowhere. And if it's in the 70s or whenever it is, I think fans would have been a lot less aware of the mechanics of how you'd work a spot like that. Whereas this one, it was very hokey with the lights and the theme and everything. And it breaking and the the lights and the theme stopping playing just led you to believe this is a production thing. This isn't a real botch that's happened. There's no reality to this whatsoever. This is pre-planned. This is all part of the spot. And then Reigns just wins. It makes you just go, oh, so, okay, that's WWE booking. That's not, oh, was that real? Oh, was that supposed to happen? Like, there's no sense of, like merging reality mm. with with the the predetermined sports entertainment in that at all because you're immediately clued into the fact that this is just a, a planned spot 
just robs it of all the momentum that it could possibly have. Makes Banner look really dumb. Makes Reigns look not great because he only won because of a rope. But then the weird bit came after the match as well. Yeah, so... If that wasn't weird enough. So, uh, the... Yeah, I agree. Like, you can't... that that The rope break is a very sports realist approach. And then you, you've just gone off this very over-the-top supernatural. Mm. Those two do, did not blend. Um, so you're like, okay, well, it's not a, a sports realism thing, that angle. Mm-hmm. What was behind the rope break? A literal rope break. What, maybe Paul Heyman tinkered? Maybe he somehow foresaw that a coup de grace could happen? You know, mm-hmm. not outside the realms of possibility. That's the guy's finishing move. Yeah. Um, and after the match, Reigns just started looking up at the sky going... He, he crossed his heart as he yeah. got out the ring. The announcers started to talk about God... And they were heavily implying that God <laughs> made the turnbuckle break uh-huh. because he doesn't like the demon, which is, you know, that is consistent. Sure. Yeah. I don't know much about the Bible, but I, I, I'm aware, I think, that demons and God are on opposing sides. Sure. Yeah. And... Yeah, he just did that, which, uh, you know, kind of, you, you've had The Rock raise his hand, you've had John Cena raise his hand. Now God's raised Roman's God. hand. I've seen a lot of people leave comments being like, is this just to to uh, make a statement against Miro? To be like, yeah. actually, Reigns is God's favourite champion, not Miro. You can't have that gimmick. I don't think they thought about that at all. No, no. I, I don't think Vince watches enough AEW to, to, to build all this around it. No. And I think the people who do wouldn't do it. You know, like Heyman probably is aware of it, but yeah. he would not. So, but yeah, this is like... But this is a Heyman move, right? Heyman's involved in this. I don't, so one possible way this can go is Balor rematch. Don't think that's going to happen. Or now Reigns becomes even more convinced he is the head of... Everyone. He is the head of the planet's table. <laughs> because this realm, the Midgard's uni- table. The universe's table. Yeah. 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 He's the universal champion, after all. Oh my god. Because God has endorsed him. Right? Yeah. So I get the feeling. Normally Heyman had some very good ideas, and a lot of stuff that Heyman is involved in is incredibly well thought out and very detailed, especially with the Roman Reigns character. I get the feeling we could see a very fun promo from Paul Heyman on SmackDown with him just being like, you know, no one has a, a, a hope in hell of beating Roman Reigns anymore. Not when he has the power of God behind him. Like, in a classic Heyman style, it's probably going to be quite evocative. But, like, uh, is that worth it for this? Totally. Because what was I saying last night? Lashley took the pin in the six man. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's moving over the SmackDown to face Reigns. Mm-hmm. What's Bobby called? The Almighty. Almighty versus God. Clash for the ages. <laughs> Who's better? <laughs> like, got actual God. God. Well- Helped Roman Reigns. Yeah. Actual, like, real God God helped Roman Reigns in this match. In kayfabe terms, it's implied. Yes. 
I, d- I know this is the same company that had God teaming with Shawn Michaels, but actual, actual physical evidence that God exists and is real in this match. And he just... Mysterious. Ones. And he just breaks a little breaks mm. a little rope. There's a turnbuckle. Don't want that anymore. Could have done anything. Could have just killed Balor. He doesn't really like him. Just boom. Gone. Smite Dead. him. Smote. Mm. Smote down for being a demon. Well, let's see what you guys think. First <laughs> of all, the, uh, the results of the poll for mm. whether you liked it or not. Yeah. 91% no. I'm shocked. But we are a, you know, we are a, a marky corner of the internet. Who mm. knows if that's shared by the WWE fan base as a whole? A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Please get your chats in. Let's see what you guys thought. Robert Waters, this is a comment from last night we didn't get to read out. Perfect counter-programming to Omega versus Brian Lowell. That was in the <clears> same <throat> week. Anthony Velasquez, what makes that ending to the pay-per-view even worse is somebody in the back thought that was that idea to have as their closing spot when this company really tries, they can put on a good product, but man, do they love doing stupid things. Yeah. Eternal Blue. Can't watch this morning for the first time in over two years as I have a new job. Well done. Nice. But boy, living through your stream last night, I often wonder why I even bothered to watch WWE in the first place before cutting the cord. Minus five stars. Mm. It's not that bad. It's not that bad, but it's very bad. Because it had a very good match beforehand. Mm. Will Hooper... 
So which is more strange, Finn falling from the rope or Arn Anderson falling off the ring? <laughs> also, is Roman going to do a redeemer gimmick like God or his ancestors broke the ropes to help him win? Huh. <laughs> broke the rope, like broke the chain. There's, but Samoa? I don't think there's, that's not an issue, like a, a big slavery place. I no, don't know. I, don't, I don't think there's a link to that. I think it would just be like, oh yeah, I'm ahead of the table. The Samoan dynasty is so strong. Mm. The spirits of all those who've passed in the Samoan dynasty <gasps> made sure that I won. That's quite cool if he's got kind of a, a council of mm-hmm. elders, sure. like Moana or something. <laughs> that, that's how The Rock comes back. Yeah. The yeah, Rock yeah, comes yeah. back as uh, Maui, I think his name is. Uh-huh, that's the one. Mm-hmm. It's all linked mm-hmm. to Disney. Yeah, you're right. And then Disney, Disney are going to buy WWE. <laughs> what can works. I say except you're welcome for the sun and the stars in the sky? What can I say except you're welcome? I'm just an ordinary demi guy. Hey, Ollie. You're welcome. Ollie, I order you to stop singing. Which you now have to do. Because you're my manservant. Charles Berg. His name is now Fishballer. While the finish was silly, I actually... <laughs> excuse me. Like the idea of a comeback while your theme is playing. It has a Hero Rises type of feel to it. This Keith guy hasn't made one wrong prediction. He should do an HBK WWF title pick if he wins. I thought of a better name than Fishballer. He should be called Dorsal Finn Balor. Dorsal Finn. Bala, that's good. Yeah. I don't like the idea of music playing within matches. No, it takes not, me out of it. Not in matches. In, in movies and stuff like that, absolutely, but not for a, a more sports orientated thing. With a crowd, with a live crowd. With a live crowd, exactly. Yeah. Keith Lloyd. God better enjoy that three week push because we all know God is gonna get gonna be released because of budget cuts soon. Contract is too big. Jam that holy jam. Oh, yeah, holy jam. You can't go cutting God. Mm. Nate S. Ollie, I dare you to book Miro versus Roman in the fancy booking warfare finals to determine who God's favourite champion really is. Do it, cowards. LOL. They should have had Roman roll out of the way, but the force of the demon stomp collapses the ring like a big show superplex. That's much better. Is coup, it? Coup de gras. Roman goes out the way and Finn just trapdoors it. Is that better? And they count him out. Is that better? Aaron Smith. <laughs> After that finish, I'm guessing Paul Heyman will start introducing Roman as God's favourite champion. Hashtag this company. Sean Costello. Um, with how often commentary were putting over how many days Roman had held the title, I believed Finn may have won it. I don't think anyone expected Divine Intervention, though. Divine Intervention? That's a D&D reference. Misha Sumra. God is truly all-powerful. He can traverse the true forbidden door between AEW and WWE at will. Mero versus Roman, interpromotional ladder match for custody of God, confirmed for 2022. Let's go, Chopper. LIW4444 life. Brett J. Rasmussen. I actually didn't mind Finn's resurrection spot with his theme and everything. It felt like when the Power Rangers are about to beat the villain. But what ruins the entire bit is when God breaks the top rope. It undermines Finn and makes him look bad. See, people did like Pit That's two people now have been like, I didn't mind the comeback. Yeah, totally. Uh, Chozo55. Hello, Champion Pete. And the most kawaii manservant, Ollie. I will say I was more angry about the finish than saying it was bad. Balor could have easily got hurt even if they rehearsed it multiple times. It could, yeah. It did look like a fairly dangerous spot, but 
I would have assumed they'd have tried it a couple of times. Like it looks to a degree, if Balan knows it's coming, I can see how he'd be able to do it safely. Like he landed, like it was mostly just like he landed on his quads on the second rope and then kind of flip bumped into mm. the ring, which it looked very clean. I don't know how dangerous it was, but yeah. yeah. I've seen far more horrible looking turnbuckle bumps, if I'm honest. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alpaca Nation 87. You know, Bruce, Vince, Nick Khan were backstage patting themselves on the back for that finish. It's sad because I was enjoying the entire event until that ending spot. It's fair. Bryson Bonter. First time chat. Thank you. Love you guys. I saw the front bottoms in Atlanta last week. They're honestly a really good band. Mm -hmm. And it was legit the best concert I've ever been to. Extreme Rules, on the other hand, oof. Demon was my favorite. And to see this ending, this company, Luke isn't here. Uh, regardless, jam that jam. Thank you. Front bottom shout out. Mm. What, a, what a name. What a well. show. Yeah. Uh, Brett Klazik. Klazik. Last night was proof that WWE no longer has room or is at least capable of booking a character with mystique. The days of Undertaker and Fiend, even rooted in reality, are dead in WWE. Thank you, boys, for all you do. Jam that jam. Thank you. I disagree. I think it was probably always this way. Mm -hmm. We've grown up. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, Alpaca Nation 87. You guys, you're missing the point. This is all leading to a rematch between Big Vinnie Mac and God. On the grandest stage of them all, Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> that's right, boys and girls, the greatest pay-per-view is coming back. Because that's one of God's finishing moves. Mm -hmm. Comet, Comet. Lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt. Yeah. Parry, parry, you know. Great Balls of Fire. Great Balls, Great of, balls fire. of Fire. Yeah. And uh, finally, two more for now. Perseus M. The finish wasn't too bad live. I think they were going for the demon trigger feel from the Devil May Cry games. Too bad mm. he ran out of rage before he actually won. Yeah, that sounds about right. And James Hanley. WWE looked at Adam Cole's debut and subsequent heel turn and said to themselves, let's do the real Almighty's return to the ring and turn them heel. Mm. Think of the heat. Nobody would ever expect God turning heel. Can't wait to hear God's you people promo. <laughs> you people. I gave you my son. <laughs> I gave you free will and look what you've done with it. And you, I gave you like, all I said was don't eat the apple. <laughs> and you couldn't even do that. Oh, listen to that. God damn. Randy Orton, Randy Orton snake. <laughs> um, yeah. Two more things just before we move on. Mm hmm. Roman Reigns really did just say, I now have the power of God and anime on my side. Yeah, it's a meme. Don't worry about it. And there was the other thing, which was, I forget, but I had two jokes I wanted to say before we moved on and now uh, I've forgotten them. I've forgotten the second one. On a more existential, philosophical trend, mm. God as a heel. God as a heel. Is, I posit to you, Peter, mm -hmm. is that a shock? For WWE? No, yes. no, for 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 God, for, for God, is that a shock heel turn? Well, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of bad stuff in the world. I don't know if we want to get into a religious talk right now. I'm not. I'm debating the <laughs> the kayfabe character of WWE God, who I just presume has the same backstory as as <laughs> which means you're God. debating actual God, who's the same as WWE God. Yeah, let's not do that. Maybe on this stream. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. What's every, a crazy idea. Let's get a poll up. <laughs> let's, let's not do that. No. Is God a heel anyway? Literally. Was this, a, was this even a turn? All of the mods right now are like, no, Ollie, no, don't invite this in the chat. Please don't. Famously, the topics the mods want us to chat about most 
a religion, mm-hmm. politics, yeah, and the best fantasy RPG game. <laughs> That's the fiercest debate. Exactly. Yes. Shall we get Ooh. on with the... Sorry, just before we get into the actual show review. Mm-hmm. For those who didn't catch the, the live reactions yesterday, um, obviously, <laughs> still with the Jam That Championship. And also, Ollie is now my manservant as well. Did did a little dancing on the stream yesterday, didn't you? That was fun. That was uh, got the heart rate up a little bit, a yeah. little bit of exercise. That was good. Um, it's been the odd thing here and there. Also, I thought we'd just, I don't know, we'd just make it a bit more official. You know, that you're the uh, that you're the manservant with a little uh, little bow tie got for you so if you could uh go ahead and put that on for me that would be great come on thank god all day i feel like i will say big dick dudley a little bit and also your microphone is now blocking the bow tie so please move your microphone so we can see the bow tie there it is Please, please move the microphone so we can see the bow tie. It's very important. I don't, I don't know if I'll be able to. Just talk louder. You'll be fine. It's quite a, it's quite a weak stand. That's the best I can do. I'll, I'll keep. No, I'll have to leave it there. I'm afraid. <laughs> well, this pay per view. Let's do the, uh, the play by play. Pre-show. Liv Morgan beat Carmella. Decent little match, I thought. It's good. <clears throat> yeah. Enjoyed it. I said on the uh, SmackDown's leading into it, if that should give it a little bit of time, a little bit of effort, could be a fun little match. And it was. I like cool. Liv Morgan. Yeah, I think she's great. She's cool. And I think both Liv Morgan and Carmella are probably two, probably the two most improved in, in-ring women's wrestlers in WWE, I want to say. I think they're great. Think Carmella they're, to Raw. Really well. Carmella to Raw, potentially. Could Corey Graves is already over there. I'm surprised. They'll probably want to put the couples back together in the now draft they're now they're on the road right. yeah that's yeah, a good shout uh on the main card we got a match that was only announced 20 minutes beforehand it's sunday night raw folks for new day versus bobby lashley amos and aj styles mm-hmm. this was because amos lashley and biggie had a bit of a brawl backstage earlier uh just to just if you weren't aware how much Amos really is going into that title picture, it wasn't AJ having that backstage brawl. Anyway, this was a really fun match. 25 minutes long, got loads of time. Uh, it's not really that much more than a standard Raw match because Raw does excellent six-man tags normally. Uh, but no ad breaks. Yeah. So I could get into it more. Exactly, yeah. That's all it was. It was WWE, two things they're really good at doing. Opening pay-per-view matches and six-man tags. They're really good at both of those things. And this was both of them in one. This was great. It's just the, the standard WWE formula for a six-man tag, but with very talented people in it. <laughs> Profit. Fun. Love it. So Lashley took the pin in all of this. Mm which is, and then they, uh, later on, Lashley was angry. So, so sorry, I should have said the finish. Um, Amos chops Kofi Kingston out of midair. Great spot. 
AJ blind tags himself in off Lashley. Mm-hmm. Lashley blind tags himself in, annoyed, goes to Spear Beige. AJ's still in the ring, hits AJ, turns around, big ending. So Biggie pin Lashley. Mm-hmm. Lashley's annoyed about that later on, and he challenges Biggie to a title match tonight on Raw. Which will open the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he specifically said, like, no cash-ins, no New Day, no other people, just a one-on-one singles match, just me and you for the title. Stop hiding behind everyone else. We can... And gimmicks. In a proper singles match, you can't beat me. Which sort of makes sense. Mm. You know, as far as having a rematch for a thing, even though you just got pinned, goes, this is all right. Well, everyone's been looking at Drew McIntyre going, mm. you're off to SmackDown. And maybe that's still the case. But I think in all of that... you we've been blinded about the possibility of Lashley going over. Lashley has now been pinned last Monday in the Mm -hmm. triple threat. He was pinned here Mm -hmm. in the six-man tag when you've got an AJ Styles right there. Mm -hmm. And that he's going to get pinned tonight. He's not dropping the title back to Beige. Yeah. That to me says he's, he's over the SmackDown. Yeah. And I'd be, I think he'd be a great addition to SmackDown. It's another person for Roman to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He needs new challengers. That's it. That's oh. that, that's the, that's the whole thing. <laughs> it's another person for Roman to beat. So yeah, great. But really, the most excited I got out of anything in this match was when Beige and AJ Styles were in the ring. Mm. They were just electric mm-hmm. with each other. There was a bit in the corner when you know <sighs> a- AJ goes to clothesline Biggie, catches him in the Uranagi, mm-hmm. but they stumble, and Biggie was like, nah. And just pure brute strength brings him back, lifts him up, and slams him down. Awesome. So cool. The botch made the spot better. Yeah, yeah. Made it feel much more real uh, of him just being like, oh, this has gone wrong. Doesn't matter. Gonna do it anyway. It's cool. Really cool. So really fun match, but ultimately, it's what you get on Raw. Yeah. Uh, I really like the next match as well. Street Profits versus the Usos for the tag team titles. The story here was Montez Ford's midsection was... Very injured. Of course, it's the midsection he needs to hit his ridiculously high frog splash. And that's the story they told. It was very simple. Work yeah. over Ford's um, midsection. Yeah. And that was it for the whole match. There was so much like, you know, super kicks to the ribs and stuff like that. A lot of just like working over or like Monsters Ford would be in control. And one of the Usos would just like do a little jab to the ribs. And then it's like, oh, God. And then mm. they can get control from that. It was really good psychology through this whole match. And it played perfectly into the finish because the Street Profits got very close to winning this match. Big Dawkins hot tag. Love one of those. Um, but Mon went for a frog splash, got the knees up at one point. And then there was a frog splash where he hit it successfully. But, oh, the ribs. Can't get the pin too quickly. Got to crawl over to get the pin. And it was too late and he managed to break it up. Uh, and then eventually they managed to hit uh, super kicks. And, oh, sorry, Dawkins sacrificed himself to take mm. some super kicks for Montez Ford. Great spot. Love that. But also kind of ended up being in vain because then the Uso still won anyway, just hit some more super kicks and a double splash, and then they won. Uh, also, not content with just all those very high frog splashes, Ford oh. did a dive over the ring post mm. into the corner of the ringside area on the Usos. So cool. I re- yeah, I really liked this match. I just thought it was a simple story. They told it really well. I thought Montez Ford... What puts Montez Ford above a lot of other people in how exciting he is mm-hmm. for the future? He's got the charisma, but man, he's selling. Mm. Really, it's that it's that kind of selling that just makes me really into him as a babyface. 
Yeah, it's a few and far between. It's like a, a Gargano style baby face, mm. and that sort of selling them just makes you go, "I just yeah. want you to win." Yeah. Uh, then we had Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte. Alexa Bliss in her home state here. Mm-hmm. She's gonna win, right? Right. So uh, Bliss worked babyface. Charlotte beat her. Not much else happened. So the finish came. Lily's in the corner. Charlotte grabs Lily, throws it at Bliss. Bliss is like, oh, my doll. Big boot, natural selection, win. Yep. Charlotte took most of the match. Mm. And Charlotte won. And then, because hometown gals and guys can't have anything nice in WWE... They then had a brawl afterwards. Oh, sorry. Charlotte ripped up the Lily doll, yeah. first off. Yeah, yeah. Ripped Lily apart. Ouch. Oh, no. That's terrible for the babyface in her hometown. And then they had a brawl. That's fine. Alexa Bliss will come out on top in the brawl to stand tall for the hometown. Nope. Charlotte Flair stands tall in the brawl. Then Alexa Bliss goes into the ring with the Lily doll and cries for ages. Felt like seven years she was in the ring, just being really sad about Lily. And she had what I've seen that some people call, I believe it's an Alka-Seltzer tablet. Mm -hmm. uh, Alka-Seltzer? Isn't that a fizzy, watered-down Alka-Pop? I have no idea, but that's what I saw some comments calling it, because apparently people saw the packet for it by the commentary (laughs) table when she... uh, when she got up, but oh, it's like a fizzy thing. You drop it in a in a glass of water, mm. and it gives you a, a vitamin C boost. Yeah, it's a it's a fizzy thing. It's supposed to make it like foam up. Mm-hmm. I, I think she was supposed to foam at the mouth at being so angry about Lily, but it didn't work. So she just had a big like little pill on her tongue, and she just kind of dribbled everywhere, just being sad about Lily for for age. I can't put over how long this was. It was ages. You've got to think it's because they really needed the visual yes. of the foam. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think it was meant to be black foam or whatever. Maybe. Um, and they, the referee or who, or the director must have just been going, keep going, keep trying to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And Bliss just, yeah, keeps reacting to the doll's death. Yeah. And it went on. And then <laughs> she just left. Yeah. So obviously we're not into this. We haven't been ever into the more supernatural stuff. But let's follow this through, trying to, you know, I'm not trying to make sense. I'm just looking around Mm -hmm. for stuff that could happen. Someone had a really good theory that the Lily doll is is now devoid of stuffing. Mm -hmm. And there was a point where Bliss just held up the face. And it kind of looked like the fiend mask, Mm -hmm. of course, because that's what it's based on. And they were like, well, what if? Lily's face now becomes a mask for Bliss. The foaming was meant to be some kind of demonic possession thing. The doll's been ripped open. Lily is now joining Bliss's soul. Hate that. There you go. That's my thoughts on it. I like. We were just getting away from <coughs> Alexa being a fiend ripoff. Mm. I feel like that will be going right back to being, oh, she's just Lady Fiend again. It's just the same gimmick now. But what if The Fiend debuts for AEW on Wednesday? Yeah, he And could. you haven't got a Fiend. Yep. So you've got God's favourite champion, Roman. Uh-huh. Lady Fiend. Yep. What other... What other... For CM... 
CM Styles. I want AJ Styles to start doing a. They need a to punk. bring uh, Funkasaurus back, uh-huh. but have him be actually a dinosaur this time. Yes, as a competitor to Luchasaurus. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um. Also, just because I didn't let this drop throughout the the whole match, the <laughs> you actions. really didn't, did you? Well, Charlotte's gear was her normal gold gear, uh-huh. but it had a black symbiote-style infection yeah. going through it, um, like something was taken over her body. I mm-hmm. thought that might have been playing into the, the Bliss storyline. It's probably more likely Venom's coming out soon. Yeah. She's commissioned some gear to, to I, I think, because they've gone, that looks cool. <clears throat> probably the reason, I yeah. think. After that, we got Damien Priest defending his United States title against Sheamus and Jeff Hardy in what, you know, started started out as, okay, I've seen this in various combinations on Raw and Sheamus and Jeff have been beaten a bunch of times by Priest already. <coughs> but then there came a point about midway through this match where Sheamus just decided to have fun. <laughs> he was so fun, wasn't he? God, this was a really, really <laughs> fun match. And Sheamus just decided at some point, I don't know what changed or what the, the 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 flip of the switch was, but he just decided to just have a bit of a laugh. Yeah. So he went up on the top rope and just started mocking Jeff Hardy, the same rope that would break later, <laughs> and just started going and mocking Jeff Hardy. Great balance, by the way. Really funny. While standing on, to- on the top rope. Really, really funny. You could see he was like smiling the whole time. He was having a great <laughs> time doing it. Uh, did like a big knee off the top rope, which was very funny. Uh, and then afterwards, he like he did his thing where um, he's kind of on uh, sitting in the turnbuckle and then grabs the ropes and flips himself up onto the top rope. And then just kind of goes out of the crowd and goes, I've still got it. I've still got it. <laughs> like shouting to the crowd and stuff like that. Just having a great time. It wasn't smooth. No, wasn't it wasn't. No. Transition. No. Yeah. So he was just laughing, having a joke. It was He was having <laughs> a great time. Love Seamus. And for a crowd that had sort of been killed off by the Bliss segment, you know, went on for ages, Bliss their hometown girl. For some reason, they were crazy into Jeff Hardy. They were. So Jeff Hardy, you know, he didn't really do a great deal in this, but the crowd was super into him. And yeah, just it was it was a, a bit of a fortunate combination of events here. To yeah. turn it into a, a very fun match. Yeah. Uh, Seamus Brogue kicked Jeff out the ring and Priest rolled up um, Seamus to get the win. Yeah. Which... Is fine, I guess, but at that point, just have Priest win. Yeah. I don't want Priest, the way he's booked as the champion, to get a fluke win in a three-way against a man he's already beaten several times. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I think it you can have some roll-ups be decisive victories. This didn't feel like one. No. This felt very like, oh, Sheamus was distracted <clears throat> by Jeff Hardy, like rolling out of the ring from the bro kick, and then here comes the roll up. I would have just had Priest hit the reckoning and yeah. and win. Because Sheamus still would have been protected because he still would have been distracted by, oh, I was going after Hardy. And then, oh, here comes the reckoning kind of thing. But it keeps Priest looking strong because he still hit his finish for a decisive win. So, yeah, I agree. But Sheamus, pff, one of the MVPs of the pay-per-view. He's I so think. good. Love that man. Love him. Uh, then we got Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. A match that was, again, just 10 minutes of lame fundamentals, nothing flashy. But mm-hmm. then the the following half of the match just suddenly drew you in. And we, we ended up being quite quiet in the live reactions. Mm. I think it's just because we were watching the match. Yeah. Becky's very charismatic. Bianca, it's just incredible strength spot after incredible strength spot. Really good. 
Yeah, this was probably on course to be match of the night. Yeah, if it wasn't for the finish. Yeah, so unfortunately, it's it, all of that was uh, quite undermined by Belair had it won, got a got Becky up for the KOD in like some insane squat deadlift from the ground. She's a strong woman. And then Sasha Banks runs in, beats them both up. Well, beats Belair up. So that means Belair won mm-hmm. via DQ. Yeah. And Becky's just in the corner. Really tight. Like both of them were selling the fatigue. A couple of really good double downs. Mm-hmm. And Becky's really tired. And she just does the thumbs up to Sasha to be like, we, we're, we're okay. And I was like, I would not mind a four horsewomen heel faction, actually. Mm-hmm. And then Sasha beat up Becky too. <clears throat> yeah. I mean... Uh, I'm assuming this is going to lead into probably a, a three-way feud between Banks, Becky, and Belair. That's going to be really hard to say all the bees all the time. Um, but, and I, I said this in my editor review as well. I'm fine with that on paper. I think that's probably going to be a fun feud. I do worry that Belair is going to go down the same route as McIntyre did on Raw, where she's just going to be in the title picture all the time, and people are just going to get a bit bored of her going for the title all the time, mm-hmm. and maybe start turning on her to be like can you do something else at this point? So maybe have this for like a month or two, because I don't know if they'll have a match at Crown Jewel, probably not, but have them have this three-way feud and then have Belair do something else. Hey, I mean, everything's up in the air this week. Mm. And the way WWE are booking right now, I wouldn't be surprised if we get that triple threat on Friday and then draft people away. Yeah, then you can have Belair go over to Raw. Belair to Raw. Street Profits would probably come with her. Yeah. Yes, freaking please. No, don't take my don't take <laughs> my Street okay Profits. With that. The smoke's over here, boys. <laughs> um, but yes, and then we had the main event, which was Reigns yeah. versus Demon, which we've already covered. I'll also say as well, just quickly on the Banks thing. Uh, cool to see her back. That's all, all well and good. Uh, have her come back after a decisive finish in the match. Could still beat both the people up. Yeah. Just have a comeback afterwards. There's no need to bring him back in the match to just have a DQ finish after like 20 minutes. It, it is. It's not an optimum finish. No. But WWE aren't good at booking. And one of the ways they think they can get around a corner they book themselves into is just do an angle. Yeah. And this was a good angle in that Sasha Banks returned after a month out. So I, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to die on this hill. I am. It's a bad finish. Sort your booking out. But the thing is, they did that two matches in a row, though. If you want to do that, do an angle to cover up the fact you put yourself into mm-hmm. a corner. Mm-hmm. Cool. Have Banks return, and then we've got God in the main event. Whoa! Great. Two couple of great angles to cover up. And guess what? We still notice that it's bad because we're still talking about how bad it is. So you did not succeed. The I don't know what your rating is for the show. I said that this would have been a great show, but that finish was genuinely one of the worst pay-per-view finishes I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad as some of the other ones, like Brock Lesnar causing a no contest in a Hell in a Cell or Hell in a Cell 2019. Both of those are very, very bad and probably much yeah. worse. Um, but I said it probably would have been on course for maybe a four out of five show, but with that finish, two out of five, I reckon. That yeah. really soured me on this whole show it's how you leave them it's how you leave them Uh, i agree i would say two out of five but it was it was on the course to be one of the better wwe shows of the year actually is that true i don't think that's true that's not true it was pretty it look it was good there was no expectations or hype going into this show yeah and everything was 
pretty decent to slightly above average. Yeah. And then you had those finishes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's where we are. Yeah. Um, let's see what you guys are saying on your s- 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 ultra chats. Ultra s- 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 chats. chats. Yeah. Get them into wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out every single one over five dollars. How's the bow tie? Itchy. Sweet. Love it. Keep that going. Dan Bates, AEW. We have the Spanish God and God's favorite champion, WWE. Hold my beer. We have actual God. Yeah. William Rosmer. The final forbidden door is opening. Reigns versus Miro for who really is God's favorite champion. Book it. Jam that jam. Popular mm. joke. Mm. Uh, Jack Nichols. Well, that's me converted. I was blind, but now I see. God exists, people. And he's a scumbag. <laughs> if he hates demons so much, why didn't he stop Cain from impregnating Lita? <laughs> Bloody WWE can't even book God properly. <laughs> Shake my head. <laughs> told you Ollie would lose Chopper is the man it's not unexpected let's be real here Mr. Gajilli hi guys bad night last night it's a shame that after Alexa had a good match Oscar level performance after with Lily being destroyed and all people can do is hate on her for a capsule and give her uh, now praise and all of the praise to Charlotte it's sad so Mr. Gajilli is an Alexa Bliss super fan we know this Um, just to point that out I disagree with a lot of what you're saying there Mr. Gajilli but Keep living your best life. I would also say I'm not hating on Alexa for the thing not working. It was just unfortunate that the thing didn't work. Yes. Uh, Norm Summers. Between Alexa, grown woman in her hometown, crying over a doll, a DQ finish at a pay-per-view called Extreme Rules, Mm. and spooky shenanigans in the main event, this show gets a minus one. I think mine... I think... Sorry, I should have said negative one. I think negative one could book a better show. Now dance, Ollie. Dance, Ollie. You can get, you can say see you for this one. Still dance? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Keep it going. Brendan Irwin. Maybe when the sale to Disney finally goes through, we can actually get Mickey Mouse in a match. That'll pop the kids. Yeah, that's some good S word. You can stop dancing now. Thank you, Tam Ruzza. Guys, have my dirty Aussie dollars conveniently converted to USD for the terrible finish. If I wasn't, if I want really, if I want good wrestling, I've been blessed with the G1 right now. WWE aren't wrestling now, but they're not really entertainment either. Stories are important. Stories are important. You're right. 69 Intangibles, Sadie Deegan. Hi, guys. Loved the stream last night. Do I get brownie points for calling Banks' return? Also, is she still a heel? Because she attacked Becky as well, so I don't know. Love you both. And still God's favorite champion, L.I.W., 444 life. Dance, Oliver, dance. I like that. God's favorite champion. Mm. <laughs> uh, also, she's definitely a heel. She attacked uh, Bianca Belair and calls a DQ finish. Very heel move. She's just someone who wants the title and Becky happens to hold it. She's still a tweener. Heel. It's but not, she's not it's as n- much of a heel as Becky. N- it's not a tweener move to come in and cause a DQ finish in a pay-per-view match. Alpaca Nation 87. Seamus mocking Hardy on the top turnbuckle. Then that collapsed for Balor. So Seamus is God's favourite Irishman. Another Sh- heel. Seamus is God. That's what it is, guys. We figured it out. Or just the awesomeness of Seamus's Jeff dancing. Mm-hmm. Weaken the top turnbuckle. Uh-huh, yeah. 
there was no God at all. Uh, Brett Klaskik, Klaskik, Brett Klaskik. I agree that we've grown up and the true supernatural stuff doesn't fly, but the Firefly Funhouse was one of the most incredible wrestling events of the last decade. I think the right kind of psychological gimmick like The Fiend can work if booked right. It's a good point, because the Firefly Funhouse is wild, and that mm. was less... What made The Fiend so great originally was the more psychological aspects of it. The Firefly Funhouse is just spooky nonsense, but it's awesome spooky nonsense. So it is a good point. If you book it right, it is great. I can't help but think how much of the pandemic influenced that, though. Mm, maybe. I mean, I, I do think I would love it regardless. I, I genuinely, it's one of my favorite matches I've ever seen. <clears throat> yeah. And it's not a match. Um, Phoenix, Ollie, you are very handsome and funny. Have a lovely day, mate. Thank you. Isn't that nice? Thank you, Phoenix. And that's everyone. Awesome. Um, thank you very much for joining us here today and last night and for all of your very generous chats. Should we check in on Wrestle League? We, we should. Go? Yes. How do we do that? So, like overall, mm -hmm. how do you know? You work for this league.wrestletalk.com. Tell the folks what it is. So, Wrestle League is our predictions league, uh, where we compete with. Oh, you'll have to go league.wrestletalk.com forward slash login for you specifically. I know, I've got it here somewhere. Okay. Anyway, I mean, you could just type it in because you've already got the rest of the URL there. It's our predictions market. league where we compete with not only everyone in the WrestleTalk office, but all of our lovely pledge hammers over on our Patreon page. Over like 700 people uh, competing in this season of Wrestle League. Uh, lots going on, but the top of the table right now is quite close. We but we do have one solo person in first who was in first by one point after the last show as well, who's still there. Keith Weaver... With 29 points is how, in first. How many were on the table so far? Oh, uh, the whole table? Yeah. Oh no, oh, no, I mean like uh, 29 out of what? Do you know? Actually, I can work it out. I've got the results here. So this is for SummerSlam, uh, NXT TakeOver 36, yeah. All Out, and Extreme Rules. Yeah, so there was 11 matches on SummerSlam, <laughs> I believe. Five on NXT. Yes. I'd like a hundred on. I right, this is too. It's too complicated. Ten twenty six. Anyway, Keith's at the top. Thirty two. Then we've got that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, then we've got loads of people tied at second place with twenty eight points. Too many to list off. Well, there's twelve. Twelve people. Do you want me to list them all? No, right? no, no. I'm just saying there's twelve people and twenty eight, and then there's thirty eight more people. Uh, one point behind that on twenty seven, including both of us. Yeah, so if you just want to know the office standings, me and Pete are at the top of the office with 26 points. So actually, we're only three points off the top spot with Keith. Yeah. And you won overall last season. Sure did. Three points clear. And I, I came last out of us. You sure did. Isn't it crazy that as soon as you start associating with me, you do well? Crazy, um, right? Adam... And Andy and Luke and Tempest all have 25. Laurie's got 24. So yeah, that's the, uh, it's close in the Russell Talk standings. And let's just have a look at who is and we should, the ultimate bottom. And we should have, can't call someone that. And we should <laughs> and we should have, there's over 800 people competing in this uh, Russell season. Uh, we should have three more shows of this season left. And the next season, season 12, will begin at Survivor Series as well as season 11 ending 
at Survivor Series. Yeah, in last place, at 810th place, mm. is Christopher Cooper mm. with two whole points. Two points. Mm. Which I'm assuming is probably from one show. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, very much. Just let me check. No more chats have come in. They haven't. Awesome. Well, we'll see you tomorrow. Please do subscribe here uh, to the WrestleTalk podcast channel. Me and Pete will be back tomorrow talking Raw, mm. that WWE Championship match to open the show. What craziness will they think of next? I guess it's the last Raw in its current form for a while because yeah. the draft is afoot. The draft starts on SmackDown next week. So, yeah, or this week. And we've got NXT review on Wednesday. We've got the AEW podcast with me and Tempest on Thursday. And on Friday, it's going to be me versus Adam Blompier or maybe Denise versus Adam Blompier for fantasy drafts. Sure. We'll figure out something, but there is going to be some kind of mock fantasy draft thing. We'll figure out competitors and the actual details later. So subscribe here. See you later, everybody. Jam that jam. For life. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.